Welcome to Two Ribs Podcast. I'm your host, Lenny. And I'm Ash. And welcome to our kind of third episode recap of the second episode of Bachelor in Paradise. We've been having the best time watching the season so far and discussing it in true detail after the episodes come out. And this week, we're going to be going over both episodes two and three of Bachelor in Paradise. So they're starting to come out kind of two in one week. So we've decided just to kind of sum it all up in one. um, So we're not uh, doing too much discussion. (laughs) Yes. Hopefully we're a little more brief this time. (laughs) There's just so many fun things to talk about. But I think the first episode, we get so much. We're seeing all of these characters interacting for the first time. And there's just like a lot to take in and a lot to discuss. So hopefully, yeah, that was like a natural, a naturally long episode or set our second episode about the first Bachelor in Paradise. And then now we'll kind of get into a groove, discuss the important details, leave out the unimportant. Yes, the best we can. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but we have lots of opinions as usual. Some might say unlimited. <laughs> Some, us, <laughs> our Me. Instagram bio. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, Ash is going to lead us through the first episode from this week. Yes. All right, let's get started. Um, okay, so... We start out, and we have Natasha and Brendan talking about (laughs) blowjobs. So, in not so many words. Yes, yeah, you're right. um, Banana jokes. It was around a banana. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Demi arrives on the beach. Uh, She says that she's grown and learned what she wants, and she wants to cause trouble. And she comes on the beach with a date card and says she's going to slurp it up in paradise. (laughs) There's a lot of weird stuff in this interaction. (laughs) Like, between her and Davy Spade and, like, getting on the beach, it was just too much. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So everyone is pretty much shook that she's there um can i interject with one thing that i noticed that dave said he said are you heading towards the p or the v i had to watch it twice to realize that that's what he said oh he was asking if he was gonna go for the ladies or the gentlemen yes well last season that she was on paradise she um did end up bringing her girlfriend that was not a part of bachelor nation so but that is a very interesting way to ask i just found it incredibly inappropriate yeah Um, adding to my comments from last week that i am just not a fan of david spade's hosting on this show it was just in a very crude way to phrase it that i did not appreciate that's it that's all i wanted to say agree yeah (laughs) i feel like he could have maybe said that a little better um or a lot better (laughs) (laughs) um okay so she pulls Connor, um, and they're chatting. Um, Marissa is not happy, and um, I don't know. Not too much went on during this conversation, but she does say that she has seven cats, and then pauses, <laughs> and then she goes, just kidding, I have three. And it made me think that I should start doing this. <laughs> I was going to say relatable AF for you. <laughs> I should start. Yeah, she said she wants to, like, scare people a little bit. And then they're not as, like, 
alarmed by three. And I was like, that's pretty smart. That's a good strategy. <laughs> I will be doing that in the future. <laughs> um, next, she pulls Kenny. Um, this time, Mari is not pleased. Um, every time someone new comes on the beach and starts talking to people that are already kind of coupled up, the partners are always like, shocked and i find that kind of interesting because like that's how it works (laughs) so yeah i feel like it's one of those things that like producers might just coax out of them it's like hey dude how do you feel about him or her being pulled yeah and then you're like well you can't say oh i feel great about it it's fine like they're like looking to stir things up a little bit yeah it's like obviously i don't feel good about it (laughs) so yeah um kenny takes his shirt off immediately and Mm -hmm. um demi seems a little bit more into kenny than she was into connor um and then third she ends up pulling brendan yes again natasha not too happy about this um but she immediately asks him if she wants to hold if he wants to hold her hand and um they're going like very hard with the flirting she says that she didn't watch Tasha's season which was interesting and people have pulled out her tweets from during that season where she's literally tweeting about it so interesting because I noted that she said that I'm like okay cool like you're too cool to watch the show that has made you yeah. famous she, um yeah she so I thought that was a weird exposed. thing to point out <laughs> yeah yeah okay. I did too um yeah, this already exposed. Then. Yeah, not big. sure why she would say that <laughs> if it's easily provable that she did. Right. Anyway. Interesting. Um. Yeah, she's coming on to him pretty hard. She tells him that he's so cute and he has nice eyes and that he's so fucking sexy. <laughs> and she invites him on the date, and Natasha looks so bad. <laughs> She's pissed. Um, And then he offers to piggyback her. (laughs) Like, give her a piggyback ride. I don't know why I said it like (laughs) like that. (laughs) Yeah, I think that maybe that's not a good verb. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, Natasha has the most iconic moment. I feel like this moment is going to be like the moment from this season for me um she says as she's crying i'm fine (laughs) and it was just amazing i i felt that yeah (laughs) she's so sad and she's like trying not to bring other people down with her energy like she's being very mature but that moment was hilarious (laughs) yeah so there has been some there's been some talk about um, Natasha and Brendan, and we'll get, I guess we can touch on it a little bit later, but that, um, the, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there about Piper. Okay. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Con- we have this scene with Connor making some beach puns and Tajwan is laughing but I feel like she doesn't actually think it's funny because they were not 
funny. <laughs> they weren't. I appreciate if they actually were thought of on the spot because no way I could do that. But that is not something that would cause me to hysterically laugh. It'd be like an uncomfortable chuckle just to get him to stop. Yeah. I mean, I guess whatever you have to do. <laughs> yeah, he's good. He's fine. <laughs> Um, okay, so don't we... take him for granted, Ashley. Oh, ew. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that um, was one of his puns. Yes, don't take these jokes for granted. Yes, that was one of them. Mm-hmm. So funny. Anyway, um, <laughs> so then we get into the date. Um, Natasha sad. Um, Brendan and Demi are jet skiing, which is a fun mm-hmm. date. I would love that date. Um, love a jet ski. Brendan says that he's on the beach to meet beautiful women like Demi. Mm-hmm. And to me, it does not seem like he's really into her and that he's just like having a good time. Okay. But they kiss and then he immediately rejects her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and says that maybe they'll see if their paths cross again on the beach. And it gets very uncomfortable. Um, yeah, like yeah. he's cutting to her interview where she describes how she was feeling in that moment. And she was not happy. And yeah, he just, I'm like, I appreciate him just cutting to the chase and not just like stringing things along. But yeah, she was not happy with that. She's like, I gave him the first, like, I picked him to go on this date and I wasted it or he wasted it. And like, I mean, it's kind of what you expect. Like, some things work, some things don't. I mean, I kind of feel like he should have just said no to the date. Like, that was an option. (laughs) No, you're right. He (laughs) wanted to go on a jet ski. (laughs) I mean, can't blame him for that one. But, yeah. yeah. So, then we start seeing they're talking back at the house um, that Brendan and Pipe the house or I don't know the bungalow I don't know what you call this <laughs> like the either the, one works the Paradise Beach house um, that Brendan and Piper were dating before Paradise started filming mm-hmm. and allegedly Natasha did not know of this um, obviously we know that Piper and Brendan are together <laughs> <laughs> As we've said. It's very um, obvious. This is where I'm going to start bringing up the receipts. Um, Natasha says some stuff during this episode about um, not, like, knowing Piper or, like, I don't know, that they were talking. Um, but people have brought up that there's posts on Instagram and Twitter or whatever. Um, but Piper did go on Natasha's podcast in oh. April. <laughs> so, <laughs> and also in April, they went to like get their nails done or something. So just the two of them. So, mm-hmm. um, people have, cons- have a conspiracy theory that Natasha, Piper and Brendan planned out this like, plot line where like Brendan would Brendan and Natasha would like flirt a little bit and then Piper would come on and they would fall in love and it would be like ugh and they would all get some clout from it so people people think that maybe that might be the case here but 
it is kind of interesting <laughs> that they obviously had that connection before Paradise, and then now she's saying that, like, oh, she didn't know. So Right. Yeah, it's extremely suspicious. Not even suspicious. Like, this is something that they had discussed, because, like you said, they knew each other. So that makes sense. And what happens in kind of the part two of this week, I feel like that adds to it yeah we can discuss it when we get there but yeah this is fake news fake news hashtag anyway so (laughs) um demi says that she's never been rejected like this before except for colton Mm -hmm. but he was gay Mm -hmm. um then um ivan we see ivan asking jacenia how she feels about the boom boom room Mm -hmm. and it was kind of a weird interaction because he was like oh not 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 because like i want to go there with you like uh, it doesn't matter and then she was like "Mm, i like to take it slow (laughs) so um i don't remember that sorry probably because it made me uncomfortable and i deleted it from my brain so um yeah that's a bummer yeah then um we see serena c Seems to be wanting to get in on some Ivan. Mm-hmm. Um, Queen Victoria, Goddess Victoria, also does not have a rose. Um, and I would like to say she seems really nice on this season. I don't know. I mean, we didn't see much. Oh, ooh, spoiler. Um, we don't see much of her, but <laughs> um, I don't know. She she's did not annoy proof. me. So Yeah, she's much better than... We saw her previously. The way she's presenting herself, I really appreciate for the most part. Yeah. Um, Kelsey doesn't have a rose, um, and neither does Victoria P. So this Can is. Can I a- ask what's going on with Victoria P.'s eyebrows? Because I noticed this the first episode. Are they laminated? I don't. They I don't remember what they brushed. look like. Oh my gosh, they're brushed like just straight up and like not trimmed and like obviously whenever we talk about these people's appearances they're all like conventionally extremely attractive so i'm not like trying to make fun of anybody but her eyebrows are like brushed to the sky and like not trimmed they're like feathered up and they just look she kind of looks like a crazy person with them like that and i don't know why she did it like, I know a lot of people are, like, brushing them up, but then, like, making sure they trim the ends so it, like, kind of stays in the line of a normal-shaped eyebrow. But hers are just, like, like wild. Okay. Now I have to look this up. Um. You need to see it. I can't believe I Like, once I noticed it last, last week, I could not stop looking. It is really disturbing to me. <laughs> and it's like she, like, put gel in it so they'd stay like that. Okay. And I think that with her face angles, like, really make her look a little bit crazy. Interesting. Did you find what it looked like? I'm looking right now, but um, it does not seem that she has any on her Instagram. I'm looking at the, like, meme pages right now. It better be on there. I cannot have been the only one that thought this was odd. Um, I will say that she does look, to me, she does look a lot different than, Mm -hmm. um, on the previous season. I'm not sure, like, I guess I don't know, like, what she 
Like maybe she had some work done or something. I don't know. I was thinking the same thing. Um, her it sounds Kelsey. like brow lamin- lamination, I think is the term. I cannot find a photo, but. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll share one later, I'm sure. I'm sure some meme has, there's been a meme made about it because they're like, it's too much. I appreciate different styles and stuff, but this yeah. is like no one would want their eyebrows to look like this. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I I don't super remember, but I do I did note that she looks a lot different and I it might just be the lack of makeup since they're like on the beach. Um, right. I'm not sure. Or it might have been her eyebrows. <laughs> they just threw so, off the rest of her face. Um, <laughs> she put on no makeup. All she did was like put hella gel in her eyebrows. Oh my god. Well, you know, to each their own. Sorry, Victoria. It's true. I'm <laughs> proud of her for trying a new style. If you like it, rock it, girl. Um, <laughs> okay, so she decides that she's interested in James. Um, she very obviously does not like this man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, he kind of seems to be able to tell um, at this point. She says in her ITM that she hasn't felt anything for anyone and she calls him Jordan. <laughs> this is the beginning of just her straight up not knowing his name, she, which same. No, but like yeah. this taught me his name this whole like event with Victoria, but this was she knows most, him in person. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is whole the most episode, painful. She doesn't thing. know his name. Oh my god, this poor guy. But also he kind of did this himself by continuing to hang out with her. Um, cause he like felt her. Like, I feel like he's too smart to like not see that she didn't know who he was or like him, but he kept saying know. he was like vibing with her and that he liked her a lot. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, maybe like she's hot. So maybe that's, he was just wanted to. Probably. Maybe yeah. you should try brushing his hair. They both like need to like do less gel. <laughs> he needs less on his head. She needs less on her eyebrows. Yeah, they can. That's my advice. <laughs> or they can keep going for it, and they can like go in and like a Costco size gel. True. Together. Save some money. Double yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah, but Kenny is like encouraging this and says that James is in love with her. I would beg to differ, but mm-hmm. whatever, Kenny. Um. Then Carl comes in with a date card, and Jacenia gets it and immediately asks Ivan, obviously. Yeah, they're feeling each other. Yeah, they really are. Um, so they have, like, this fun little date. It's, like, very romantic. It's a ta- dinner table set up on the Shamu shelf of a pool. <laughs> is that what it's called, the Shamu shelf? Um, or is that what you call it? That's what, that's what my parents call it. I don't know. It's a perfect description. (laughs) A scientific term. Because I couldn't figure out what to call it. So I just said they were dining in a pool. But yeah, it's like it's a shamu shelf. Like at Problematic SeaWorld when they force killer whales to go up and like beach themselves. Yeah, we hate SeaWorld. Yeah, anti-SeaWorld. But this is a great description of these shelves and pools. Yes, I agree. I will continue to use it. And also, I will continue to speak out against SeaWorld's use of orcas. As you should. And same. PSA, 
over. Um, <laughs> they feel really comfortable together. I feel like this might actually work for them. Um, Jasenia says that she loved Ivan's openness during Tasha's season about race. Mm-hmm. Um, and she starts talking about her season on Matt on Matt's Matt's season that she was on (laughs) her season and um, especially in reference to Rachel Kirkconnell's scandal and how it kind of overshadowed Matt's whole season um, which was pretty disappointing like our first Black Bachelor and that's what came of it Mm -hmm. um But, yeah, she talks about how it was very difficult to experience racism in her DMs after the show and that that was, like, a big factor in her decision to come on Paradise that she was, like, kind of torn over. She didn't know if she wanted to go through that. Yeah. Um, But she says that she feels safe with Ivan and sharing her heart with him and he looks super happy and reciprocates her feelings and they kiss so such a lovely like conversation and moment like i feel like it was real no matter what happened to get this conversation to happen i like felt like it was so nice to like watch and it was very mature they just both seem like very well-spoken like level-headed people and i love them together and like i love that i even acknowledged that people tended to be harder on like women of color um, because he got so much yeah. positive feedback after his season and she kind of mm. experienced the opposite. Um, so I just feel like he's super aware and I love it. Ivan, every conversation that he has where he like, um, really like shares his like feelings on like these tough topics that like, I, like, can't imagine how difficult it is for them to go on national television and deal with, like, these things. It's just yeah horrific to me. And then, you know, like, on top of dealing with it in your daily life, then to, you know, go on television and have it, like, a hundred times. It's um, – but he's just so well-spoken. Everything, like, all his conversations on Tasha season were – just he's great like um and this was like the realest moment that we see in the first three episodes of Mm -hmm. paradise so i don't know i really think it could work for them um agreed so yeah and then they show a really weird angle underwater of them like canoodling so we go (laughs) from like a very serious moment to that (laughs) yeah they're like going at it in the pool (laughs) yeah next door they just ate dinner on the shamu shelf Mm, yeah it was was, kind of weird um (laughs) it's just the underwater shots like i could do without that um the camera people are like focusing on some weird things i noticed um another shot and i I know the the one two episode (laughs) Yeah, just getting close and personal and nothing I ever needed to see. Just like we like what is up with the junk shots? It's so Yeah. Weird. yeah. Um those pink shorts. No, yeah. I'm no. Okay. Mm-hmm. Moving on. So, um back at the beach, Natasha is processing Brendan going on a date and the rumors that he's also dating Piper. 
Um, and Demi comes back without him. <laughs> yeah, like they just sent her in 30 minutes before they let him go back. He's just like chilling in the SUV. <laughs> oh my god, I think it's hilarious. Um, and then Noah makes a really funny comment and asks like, she can't send him home, right? Like this oh, isn't yeah. the Bachelorette. <laughs> Oh, I forgot that he said that. Oh, so funny. Noah is hilarious, I'm finding out. Yeah, he is He is pretty funny. Um, so Demi's pissed. She says that she and Brendan have a lot of sexual chemistry, <laughs> but that he then rejected her out of nowhere. Um, and then <laughs> goddess Victoria tells her that she's not an idiot but she is a minor idiot because <laughs> while they were gone, she, they all were talking about how he's dating Piper. <laughs> she is so funny. <laughs> oh my God. A minor idiot. I was dead. Yeah. Um, so then she's even more mad. Um, <laughs> Brendan comes back and sits down with her and literally everyone sprints away like a mass exodus. Um, it's super awkward. Um, he says that he and Piper hung out and enjoyed each other's company, mm-hmm. which means that they were fucking. Uh. <laughs> they weren't just having tea together. <laughs> it was just like the way he said it. It was weird because yeah, I, I wrote it down like word for word because it was just odd and like yeah, obviously he, that's not what you were doing. <laughs> yeah, he like paused before he said it so yeah. it was just the way yeah the way he said it um and then she tells him that he's in a relationship with her basically and he denies it and they start fighting yep. <laughs> and that's that's pretty much like that sums it up um yeah then natasha approaches um she is mad that they're having to have a conversation about someone who isn't even there which i think mm-hmm. is fair <laughs> Yeah, theoretically, um, not because, remembering that they all three know each other. True. But, yeah. But... In the context of what we're seeing. Yes, exactly. Um, I feel like, yeah, that's fair that, like, you know, you go on Paradise to mingle with these people and then, like, yeah. But everyone's always mingling beforehand anyway. It's and true. That's it's where really all the drama comes from. Mm-hmm. Um... And then he exposes himself about the Piper situation. Um, he says there's no labels and he doesn't know if she'll be there. And Natasha asks why he didn't just explore that at home, mm-hmm. which, again, fair. And he's like, for the clout. Um, but <laughs> um, he doesn't say that, but he doesn't really answer the question. Yeah, he just says he wants to get to know whoever he gets to know on a deeper level. It's like. Yeah. Just describing what paradise is, basically. Yeah, he says that things with Piper were casual and that he's had more deep conversations with Natasha than he's had with Piper. And somehow Natasha is like, okay, sounds good. <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> I don't know. Um, then Natasha hears Demi groaning across the beach and tells Brendan that she thinks it's a hyena. So. Yeah. Demi is acting very out of control. Like, the yeah, she, like, kind of did. She was making a really weird crying noise. 
She's on the payroll. They were like, yeah. cry as loud as you can. Yeah, just like <laughs> scream for a couple seconds and see what happens. But yeah. I thought it was funny that Natasha acknowledged it. And it's literally about Demi who <laughs> it was funny. adversaries in this moment. Um, yeah, so then we move on to Marissa, who says that she needs more open confirmation from Connor. Mm-hmm. And she asks for it, and he literally gives her nothing and just kisses her. So, bad move, Connor. He thought, he thought she was asking for his tongue and not more of his personality. Ugh, ew. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, Connor. But then like, he says he's... sweet things. He's like, she's the greatest surprise coming here. Like, just tell her that. Ugh, I mean, he seems nice, but, like, he kind of bugs me. Um, I'm a Connor fan. I mean, I like him, okay. but, like, he gives me a little bit of the ick. Like, it's just a little cringy. I can see that. Yeah. So. I understand. Um, yeah. Victoria P is trying to get that rose from James. Um, she straight up still cannot remember yeah. his name. And then she says, like, oh, do you hear the cicate? The sequoias? <laughs> Oh, I did not notice that. And she's That's... like, is that how you say it? And he's like, cicadas. How did I miss this? That is so funny. And she's from Louisiana, apparently. She should know what that is. Those things are screaming all day, every day there. It's so I was funny. dying. Like, girl, the sequoias. Oh, my Lord. Do you hear the sequoias? Noisy sequoias. Oh, my God. The sequoia brood that comes out every 17 years fiancés in the in sequoia national park right now so jealous hate him um so yeah i don't know there she's asking him if he brushes his teeth before or after he drinks his coffee and then she asks him if he pees in the toilet in the morning or if he goes outside and pees and he was so taken aback by this question well me too i'm like who does that she and immediately she said, realizes that it was a weird ass question but like, what kind of men does she does she know because she's saying that like men in louisiana will do this and like my i have family that has lived forever in louisiana and this is not something that i have experienced or been told to, told about so I, mean, I think she knows like some freaks in louisiana her family's super weird I mean, I find it very strange. Like, is it really closer to go outside? There's just no way. Like, your okay. front door is closer to your bed than the bathroom? I don't think so. It's uh, it's weird. Um, and you have sequoias, like, screeching in the trees. So it's really not a good experience. Okay. One sec. Gotta let Kat in the room. Yeah, we, <laughs> we have our special guests that make a make an announcement every once in a while yeah aka like every two seconds okay (laughs) they're needy one of your seven cats yes one of my 12 cats (laughs) (laughs) it's just three she's not crazy no it's 12 um (laughs) just kidding it's not 12 anyway um then um we see Tammy. She is on to her, and she wants to expose her, um, but not before James gets that kiss from 
VP, as she calls herself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I kept writing her Vicky P. I feel like she's yeah, a Vicky same. to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, was, I was writing Vicky L and Vicky P. Nice. Um, so, yeah, Tammy says that Vicky P. <laughs> has <laughs> a boyfriend right now and is doing this to get her country singer boyfriend more fame. Which we all know when your girlfriend goes on a dating show, you just rise to immediate stardom in the country world. People in Nashville love it. Yeah, that was, I was not really understanding, but, um, I don't put it past VP, Vicky P, like, me neither. She's sketchy. The way she's acting is so weird, and the way she continues to act is odd. So I like appreciate Tammy. I feel like it's a bad idea to be on the attack for kind of no reason like she's vicky is not getting in tammy's way at all but i like appreciate her trying to stand up to like and tell james what's going on i think i love tammy i she's grown on me so much i loved um pretty much everything about her in this episode (laughs) (laughs) she's really funny too um so yeah then they leave us on a little bit of a cliffhanger with that storyline um Everyone is talking about the rose ceremony. David Spade leaves. Goodbye, Dave. Bounces. Bye, Dave. We'll miss you, Mr. Chappelle. Yes. We love we love your work. Um, <laughs> so then they're doing shots at the bar. Um, and Noah makes a joke about Kenny being 55, yeah. <laughs> which I thought was funny. Again, I like Noah's hilarious. <laughs> he is funny. Um, I'm yeah, I've been liking him. I mean, I never really disliked him. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been enjoying him. You know what I just thought? What's that? Bennett is not on Paradise. Every time, yeah, like I keep remembering because I had some ill feelings towards Noah. Just I think he didn't get a fair chance. He came in late. Bennett was kind of after him, and he just sometimes he looked bad to me. Um, yeah. But yeah, sometimes I remember why I felt that way, and it's his interactions with Bennett. So yeah, Bennett's not here. I kind of hope he shows up because Bennett's pretty iconic. Yeah, as Gore says, our cringe king. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. So I don't know. I just remembered him. I forgot. I've guess i forgot that he was like relevant still for some reason it feels like so long ago that he was really gracing our screens yeah uh what a classy gentleman i mean he was hilarious at the beginning of his um season when he was like giving everyone like face masks and he had his own suite and he was the only one that had a private suite (laughs) he's like some fancy gentleman like him and his martinis and robes yeah he he amuses me would i date him definitely not but i find him funny okay well i'll delete that dm (laughs) just kidding (laughs) you're gonna dm him on behalf of me yeah no i'll be his friend I'll mm. give him some advice on how to tone it down. You're in a friend zone him? I see. I'm taking up uh, okay, Abigail. Abigail's book. <laughs> yep. <laughs> We're funny. Okay. Um, where are we? Okay. Um, at this point, they're saying there's four girls going home. Um, mm-hmm. Serena C. wants to snatch Aaron from Tammy. <laughs> like, literally snatch. <laughs> they 
have this really weird interaction where she's freestyling while he beatboxes and neither of them were good I hated it was it. it was painful to watch i i did not enjoy any any second of it that was it was going agreed and that's what led to the end of her freestyling was her implying that she'd like to sit on aaron's face yeah she then. says it's a beautiful place and she wants to sit on his lap <laughs> ridiculous but that's what leads to the a little bit too much of a makeout session between the two of them yeah she goes straight in for the kiss and they start making out meanwhile tammy is saying she feels very secure with aaron (laughs) and then seconds later kelsey is like uh is that him over there making out with serena c and she's like what (laughs) um so tammy goes this is when I love, I love this move. Tammy goes back. She doesn't say one single thing about it. She just, she just hops on. They're like full on like dry humping. Yeah. But she's like on him. No, I loved this. I like, maybe this is my toxic side, but she was like asserting her dominance. She was like, I mean, you guys can, you guys can do your little kissy kiss, but this is my man. You know who he wants. And I just thought it was so funny. I was I like, really mm. liked it. Yeah. It and she, funny. like, obviously wasn't insecure about it or she was, like, convincing whoever that she wasn't. And it was pretty believable. And Aaron's, like, yeah. back into Tammy. It's, like, I, the best move. I loved that instead of, like, creating a, a whole bunch of drama around this that I feel like a lot of people would have done, she just exactly. went over and was like, nope. We're done. Like, yeah. and like, ended. remembering it, I'm like picturing her like elbowing Serena C off of him and then just like going and making <laughs> out with him. I know that's not what happened, but that's how my mind is like framing it for me. And I feel yeah. like it's accurate. That's like kind of what she did. Um, Basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Love she it. asks him if he wants to go back and he says that he's too excited to get up. <laughs> so See, I feel like, like they could have clipped that out. We didn't agreed. necessarily need that. <laughs> Like, I'm no prude, but <laughs> sometimes the Bachelor franchise, like, I feel like they live for these moments where it's, like, wildly just kind of gross or just, like, inappropriate. And this is a show on cable that's not that late at night. And, like, obviously, this isn't the worst thing someone can say, like, on TV. But it yeah. is just, like, uncomfortable and just, like, not, like, it doesn't help me at all when I'm watching the show. It doesn't make me laugh. It just makes me go, ugh. Yeah. And they can definitely edit it. So, agreed. That's my tangent. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I agree. I could have gone without that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, Joe and Serena P are doing good. Um Tajwan feels good about Trey, but doesn't want to let her guard down. Mm-hmm. Foreshadowing. Um, yeah. Uh, Victoria L. is flirting with Brendan, and Tajwan is saying she's probably going to go after everyone's man. <laughs> Which, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, she does, but then... Anyway. Um, Demi's giving Victoria a class on how to flirt. Um, And then she goes in and starts flirting with Trey. 
Um, and there's a Tajnado. Yes. Coming. The Tajnado is a brewing. Um, yeah, she confronts her about talking to Trey, and Trey like gets up and runs away. He's like, Trey nah. is out of that conversation. Trey is afraid of of Tajwan a little bit. He That's how this felt. Yeah, and I I like it. I'm glad. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Um, she's amazing. Queen status. Yeah. And this conversation is the only, kind of the only part in the episode where I was not on Goddess Victoria's side, like her conversation with Tajwan. Yeah. Um, she asks what she can do to help resolve her emotions, which was a nice way of saying it, but Tajwan was like very heated and so she was annoyed by this. Um Yeah, and to me, like I she phrased that extremely carefully and how she phrased like kind of the whole conversation is that like it's not her fault that Tajwan feels a certain way. Like it's all in Tajwan, like on Tajwan. I mean I feel like this is paradise, and obviously, as we learn later on, that Tajwan is not actually that into Trey, so I feel it's like true. it's a bit of an overreaction, um, and she's just mad because she doesn't want to lose her rose. Yeah. Um, I think you're which, right. Yeah, so maybe yeah. both have some poor intentions, because um, then Victoria, like, in her interview or whatever, calls Taj quit crazy and that she's bringing bad energy and I'm like yeah okay and cool Taj, a little bit yeah and Taj says that Victoria is going back to her old self by flirting with him but again that is the point the whole point of it so <laughs> yeah, you're, I mean, you're right I don't know what she's like really expect like that's how this works I'm very sorry to tell you um yeah, then we see James saying that he feels a connection with Vicky P. <laughs> and the other girls are just Rose chasing, which is... Oh, gosh. It's sad for him that... I mean, I, it, like, shocks me if he really feels this way. Um, so then um, Tammy tells him that... VP is manipulative and she has a boyfriend back home and they have a dog together and I did get a phone call during this conversation (laughs) so but I think that's the gist of it and yeah yeah, like James said his head was spinning like he seemed shocked by this news and Tammy just said she didn't want to see him get played she told him that um VP didn't know his name yes oh my god. which gosh. he brings back later and i'm so glad that he did because she didn't deny it just uh <laughs> oh my gosh spoiler yeah. so yeah. yeah that's that's you got the you got it okay yeah it's kind of seemed i was trying to listen to the couch man on the phone and also listen <laughs> to this conversation at the same time it was I was having a hard time anyway so sorry about that um so then he confronts her um, and tells her that he heard from Tammy and Kelsey that she has a boyfriend and she denies and says that she dated someone and they broke up before she came on the show and that he actually encouraged her to come, which I was like, that's kind of a weird thing to tell him. I don't know. And then because um, they dated from February to May. And doesn't this film in like June or May? 
Yeah. <laughs> so, like, he said goodbye at the airport, basically. Yeah. <laughs> she kissed her dog and got on the plane. <laughs> yeah. She's come out and said, like, oh, yeah, he, like, encouraged me to go on the show and that, like, that's why their relationship ended was because it was, like, is she or isn't she going to go on Paradise? And mm. I don't know that she still has love for him or whatever. But I'm just, like, mm, girl. I don't know. Um. It was a little weird. I'm sure, like, lots of people have the same situation, but she did not handle it well. Not at all. Like, you can lie. And I feel like she was trying to, like, tell the truth. Like, yeah. Or, like, say things without lying. No, Like, if you're okay. going to go on the show with, like, still kind of dating somebody, like, you either have to commit or, like, not do it. Like say you don't have a boyfriend you know yeah um, so here's the thing is that he calls her out for conveniently leaving this information out when they were talking about their past relationships mm-hmm. so it sounded to me like she told him that um like about relationships that happened before this but just conveniently did not mention that she also was dating someone right before she went on right because she just so. left it out she didn't lie she just didn't tell him about exactly. it it's completely different exactly um yeah she says that <laughs> she says well there's a lot of things you don't know about me um and there's a lot of things that I don't know about you like I don't even know your last name and then he says you didn't even know my first name <laughs> my favorite moment of the whole episode so funny it's such a good comeback because it's true yeah and then she gets real defensive when he says that and she um he tells her that she needs to calm down because he's being calm and um yeah he says it he can't really tell if she's telling the truth or not but he seems pretty annoyed um but she wouldn't be like she's acting stupid like you can't just not say real things and, like, expect the situation to resolve itself. Like, she's just floundering. Yeah. And then in her ITM, she's mad that her friends, mm-hmm. use that term lightly, didn't come to her first. And she forgets his name again. <laughs> I wrote in all caps. She still can't remember his name in the interview. Oh, my I, God. Like, come on, girl. It's James. It's not like it's some... A name that's not as commonly heard. Like, that is, like, the world, like, the Western world's most common name. I do not get it. does not give two shits about this man. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, then she approaches Kelsey and Tammy and is like, are you guys, would you consider me a friend? And, um, yeah, says that she's going to pull out her therapy techniques to ask them why they didn't come to her first. And Kelsey says that she's blaming her actions on them. <laughs> and she just keeps saying that she loves Kelsey and Tammy. Yeah. And it's really weird to me because they cl- very clearly don't seem to think of her as a friend. So and I'm just she- like, she was just saying all up and down in the ITMs to their faces to other people that she loves them. And they're there. They're. they're they're her friends and all this stuff and yeah I don't, like, I don't think they are <laughs> I feel like we have known people like this before it's like the people you know I love everybody like this person I knew mm-hmm. from my past like they're my best friend you know and it's like it has a fake vibe to it like I think that she's not trying to 
be disingenuine, but I think that she's like, I don't know, her whole thing in this conversation, let me use my therapy techniques, um, just like saying like kind of weird like therapy like vibes and terms, like it all just like kind of came together and made it sound just so fake and like she was using like things that she's been told before to deal with the situation without actually realizing what the situation is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I see like maybe the work that she's probably been doing on herself, Mm -hmm. but I think she needs a little more time to like implement them and really let them resonate inside of her soul. Mm -hmm. Uh (laughs) And like learn them because regurgitation is not knowing something and knowing how to do something so it seems like right now she's remembering what she has learned or like what she's heard and then like saying it but she's not like she's not implementing it in in her life yeah exactly she's just pretend saying it that she is even though she's not yeah um so this conversation really bothered me i thought it was stupid yeah i agree um then she just leaves, <laughs> which, yeah. of course, is what a completely innocent person would do. Yeah. She said, I'm setting a healthy boundary, and then just bounced. <laughs> yeah. Um, James says that he feels like an idiot. Um, also, I feel that his hair was growing on me a little bit by this really? point. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think maybe I'm able to see past it more. I like him more at this point that maybe it's not I'm I'm not so focused on his hair I'm I'm focused on what's inside the hair (laughs) because yeah I don't (laughs) it's a nice personality and all that hair um yeah I don't dislike him I just think he like if he got a new hair technique of styling of styling it he'd be like a 10 out of 10 because he has a great body it's a nice looking face he seems like a kind man yeah. Just some helmet he seems, hair. He seems light. Um, yeah. So Demi goes in for the kill with him. <laughs> and she straight up asks him if they're going to have sex. <laughs> she is like out of control. <laughs> like two seconds in, she was like, hi, James. Are we going to have sex? And it was just really weird. Because um, they had started the conversation saying we could just be friends and like move each other through like this like first couple of weeks to meet other people and just like hang out as friends and then yeah and then she's like are we gonna have sex and I'm like ugh. <laughs> like what in the world um it was a little too much demi was too much for me in this episode yeah i wasn't like a huge fan um yeah their flirting was just super weird altogether. like that mm-hmm. was like the peak of it but the rest of it was weird I agree. Um, but Kelsey also wants his rose. Um, she says that she's open to seeing what the days ahead hold. Um, and I think she's being honest with him about yeah, <laughs> how yeah. she feels. Yeah, she was kind of weird about like approaching him and like uh, I don't know. It just did not really like it didn't really work out for her. Yeah. As we see and, later. Um and like meanwhile Demi is like Kelsey looks desperate. How does he like her? How does he like her? I'll literally light this place on fire if Kelsey stays over me. And yes. like you were just doing even more than Kelsey, looking even more desperate. Mm-hmm. And just stop being critical of your dear friend Kelsey. Yeah, just the most dramatic. Yeah, um, it's too much. 
Yeah. So then we go into our first rose ceremony of paradise. Um, So three women are going home since Vicky P left. Mm -hmm. Um, Locked herself out. The girls that are not locked in with someone are Demi, Kelsey, Serena C, and Victoria L. Yep. Um, Ivan is first. He gives his rose to Jasenia. I know that they both both looked lovely. I do not remember, but I believe you. (laughs) I've never (laughs) seen them look bad, so. (laughs) Carry on. Um... Noah obviously gives his rose to Abigail. Um, I wonder if they actually end up together. I can't tell if she actually likes him or I really don't not. think so. Yeah. But he seems nice. I want I want them to find love, but I don't know if they're going to find that in each other. I want them to come out best <laughs> friends and each with another relationship. Yeah. Um, Joe gives his rose to Serena P., Big surprise. <laughs> Connor gives his rose to Marissa. Trey gives his rose to Tajwan. Mm-hmm. Sorry to um, Victoria. You you went out there and you tried. And yeah. you did not succeed. But um, <laughs> Carl, I forgot about them. Um, Carl gives his rose to Deandra. I forgot I that either of them was on the beach. Because me so. too. And they're like not showing Deandra at all. Because they keep like seeing her. And I'm like, oh, yeah, she's here. And yeah, same with Carl until the art part too. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, they hiding. <laughs> Brendan gives his rose to Natasha. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron gives his rose to Tammy, of course. Sorry, Serena C. It was a good try, but... She did her darndest. You didn't get it all the way up, you know what I mean? <laughs> Tammy's just more exciting. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> Kenny gives his rose to Mari. And then we have the suspenseful moment where the last rose comes out. <laughs> James is standing up there. I'm rooting for Kelsey. And Same. then um, we see Kelsey almost pass out. And she just sits down in the midst of the crowd of people. Mm-hmm. Um, just plops herself right down. Yep. <laughs> um, and Demi says that she's being fake trying to get the rose. And Meanwhile, something... she's fanning her with her dress. Like, yeah. fake. she's fake. <laughs> she is. She says something about you cannot beep a beep. But I don't know what that possibly could have, oh. what she could have been saying. What she, she said, say? you can't bullshit a bullshitter. Oh, I was like, I don't, I don't know what that was supposed to be. Okay, <laughs> I see. I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, she doesn't really say, help herself with that statement. No, she like completely calls herself out for being fake. <laughs> also, I have all the tea, just so you know. Um, Ooh. <laughs> So, people have noted that this scene of Kelsey almost passing out does not happen while James is giving his rose. Oh. It happened before. And when you look, like, at the women in the beginning of the scene, 
when Kelsey is like starting to get hot, um, a bunch of them, a bunch of the women are not holding roses. And then when they show James like about to hand out his rose, like obviously they all have roses because he's the last one. So this clearly happened before a bunch of the people like gave out their roses and was not directly correlated to James's rose. (laughs) Gadgy. I did not notice because I don't notice these things. I me neither. Stupid enough for the show to fool me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm glad you didn't either. <laughs> no, I would never notice these things. I rely fully on other people and cool. my obsession with finding these these things out. Definitely. And I did note that, like, even the sound bites, it, it all sounded really, like, Frankenbited together. Like, everything Demi says mm-hmm. sounds like something they recorded and, like, all right, yeah. let's have Demi say something crazy. So I feel like this whole thing was just so fabricated. So I am not surprised by that editing. Yeah, you're right, for sure. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, I just burped straight into the microphone. <laughs> I don't think I heard it, uh, but we'll see later. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, he gives his rose to Demi, and Kelsey, Bad Serena choice. C., and Victoria go home. So, yeah. Sorry. I think they to all deserve better. People. Yeah. I am too. Like, I feel like Serena, I liked her a lot more. I mean, they didn't show her that much, but I appreciate what they did show of her in Paradise much more than on Matt's season. Um, yeah, Victoria, same. I feel like she's grown a little. I think just maybe Bachelor isn't for her. She needs to just go date yeah. someone offline. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this was good for her, though, because, like, instead of being the villain on here, she was just kind of, like, a contestant and... I don't know. She didn't really get into any shit. She was just kind of like doing her thing and Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's pretty much the episode. Um the last thing that we see is David Spade giving a goodbye speech in the car. <laughs> and what I thought was <laughs> what I thought was funny about this was he says he can't wait to see those people on Cameo and make them say happy birthday to him for nine bucks. <laughs> he did have some good digs here. That was it's like so such true. a good one-liner. I loved that one. It's so true. And then he also said doing nothing was a lot harder than I thought, which I felt like was a subtle dig towards Chris Harrison, oh, which I Chris love. Harrison, when his like $25 million buyout to leave so the So And everyone's all mad he's not there. And like literally he has like 30 seconds of screen time total per episode which was made absolutely clear by David Spade he kept showing up and I'm like oh yeah and so obviously we don't even need a host much less a problematic host yeah they should just have Wells be the host and just move on like I feel like that's where we're headed towards like why Mm -hmm. why are we putting it off just let Wells be the host and I agree that's it Maybe they're trying to, like, ramp them up slowly, like, get the people used to them, show them a little more, the have them conduct going. the rose ceremonies, and then, like, just ramp them up. Yeah. Full host. All right. Well, that's all I got. Cool. Yeah, part one. This, that's a dramatic week. Right at one hour. Perfect. I am perfect at timing. I was talking really <laughs> fast, so sorry. 
I talk fast too, so I'm going to say it's okay. Thank you. And if anyone feels otherwise, feel free to follow us on Instagram and then comment <laughs> your opinions. Please send us a mean DM. Yes. Oh, we will love that. Oh, that'd be so fun. <laughs> we can yeah. have our own drama. I'd love that. I can't wait until we start getting hate. That'll be fun. <laughs> That's when we know that we have made it in the podcast world. <laughs> Yeah, let us know your thoughts. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we ended our part one of this week with like the men in power. And then there's an obvious shift to our part two where the ladies are going to have the power in the next couple of episodes. We start yes. to see like we are definitely drilled in that they're going to have the roses this week and the ladies are happy to be in power. Um, yeah, and so this episode starts... I love when ladies are in power. Same. It's where they should be. And, like, the men are just dragging their feet. It's annoying. They were expecting the ladies to come after them this last episode, and in my opinion, they didn't do a great job at this time either. Um, yeah. So, we start the episode after our promo for upcoming drama with Noah announcing the couple. So, in case we forgot from the rose ceremony, we have Connor and Marissa, Joe and Serena, Yesenia and Ivan, Noah and Abigail, Kenny and Mari, Tammy and Aaron, and Trey and Taj. Obviously, some things are going to change with some new arrivals this, uh, this episode, but that is who we're starting off with. Um, <laughs> we get started with my favorite surprise. Um, we get to see a boom box and it's a big, uh, big surprise. It says play me and it is in sync. Oh, <laughs> their song, it's gonna be me. And it's gonna like, be mine. Yep, exactly. <laughs> right. Copyright. Like strike. Lance Bass is so obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't sue us. That was just Ash. <laughs> That was not <laughs> insane. Oh, uh, someday we can have them as a guest. Lance Bass will probably be looking for some extra promotion, so we can have him next time. Oh my god! So yeah, Lance Bass is um, obviously looming somewhere, about to enter and like have his <laughs> whatever he's promoting <laughs> that's coming up oh soon. Oh my god! Like- so he enters at the exact moment that it says it's going to be me, which I thought was pretty fun. It is going to be him as yeah. the host. Exactly. So I That no one asked for. It. Yeah, no one asked for it. I'm glad they at least like played it up like that. Cause you like I feel like they had to at that point. So yeah. he's here. Um, yeah, Kenny's excited. He's a boy manager. Another conversation about the power going to the ladies. Um, and James is nervous. Now he doesn't really have someone to kind of tack on to. And now he doesn't have the power anymore. Sorry, J-Man. J-Dog. J-Dog. Yeah. <laughs> Good old James Jordan. <laughs> um, Lance starts with a conversation with Marissa, Natasha, Yesenia, and Taj. And Marissa says she's keeping her options open, which is our foreshadow to later happenings in the episode. <laughs> I'm sorry, Connor. She's too much of a woman for you. He's just like she- a little boy, and I she can- is... <laughs> A, a woman she is like <laughs> as we move forward like I could not at 
all picture the two of them together anymore. Like, no, we did not see a side of her that came out when uh, we saw a later happening. So I can't wait to get to that. Yeah, <laughs> wild stuff. <laughs> And then the men, like, someone, some producer yelled, Thomas is coming. So all the men just start randomly talking about Thomas. They're like, Thomas is coming. Everyone on um, Katie's season is so worried. Like, I can't deal with Thomas right now. And then enter Thomas walking right down the stairs. Yep. Looking pretty hot. Not going to lie. <laughs> I, like, I... You think that he's ugly? His face is not for me, and I'm pretty sure it's solely because of his facial hair. Yeah, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm, like, a big fan of, like, the bottom half of his face. I, like, I like the top half of his head, and then, (laughs) like, um, the rest of him. He has a great body. Yeah, and I agree with that assessment. I think Something I just about, like, like I, his sorry, mouth. I think I I don't I'm, I don't like his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. It's the mouth, and most likely for me, the facial hair on it. I am extremely picky. I am either stubble or nothing when it comes to my preferences. And his like weird. I don't know what you call that. It's like some kind of thin goatee looking thing, and. It just makes him look like an evil villain. I don't like it. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that either. Yeah. And goatee. Goatees aren't usually my vibe. Same. I don't. Yeah, I'm not. No. Yeah. So, men, shave your goatees. Stubble or No, do whatever you want. Don't change yourself. (laughs) No, change yourself for me. (laughs) I'm shallow about, like, three things, and that's one of them. (laughs) No goatees. I'm going to die. <laughs> uh, all right. So Thomas claims that like his happenings on Katie's season were like a crusade against him, which he's not totally wrong. Yeah. But he was super annoying on Katie's season. He, I mean, he was the only honest one on Katie's season, I think, <laughs> as far true. as this topic. But, um, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't like him. <laughs> yeah. I think he was pretty unlikable. So you're right. He was honest about why he was there. Because why else would you go on the show? Um, I mean, like, if y'all... They're lying. <laughs> they are. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Say Victoria needs to lie about her having a boyfriend. They need to lie about their ambitions. That's just the way it works. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree. I think that maybe he just, like, broke the fourth wall by saying that to them. Yeah. And they were like, you have, you can't say that. But they really stuck to their guns about that. And I'm like, y'all, I mean, I guess. But also, like, y'all know y'all thought about being The Bachelor. Don't act like you didn't have that run through your head. It's so true. And, yeah, and we get another he's not here for the right reasons as he's, like, mingling with everyone. It's like, okay. I'm, like, I'm tired of that phrase. Like, pick a new one. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Dumb. So, anyways, he has the date card, and he, like, starts – he kind of has the group introduce themselves, which I thought was kind of weird. But then he starts having his little convos with the ladies to see who he might want to um, take out. The women are like, they think he is hot stuff. Serena loves him. 
Um, yeah. Trey hates him. Aaron says he's manipulative. Same things we've heard before. Um, and he's like on a walk with Abigail, and the men are just gossiping and gossiping and gossiping. <laughs> Noah says he's heard he's the devil. Oh my gosh, yeah. This whole part, like, I feel like they could have edited this down to like 30 seconds. But, like, they just kept having them say, like, the same thing over stuff. and over again. It was like, I, like, we get it. <laughs> it's like 40, like, sorry, 75% of this episode is just them repeating what they're all saying about uh, Thomas. Thomas. Also, I have, like, a mental block against his name, so that's not the first time that's going to happen. Um, but, yeah, the ones who didn't know okay, him, like, Victoria. Grocery- what? <laughs> I said, okay, Victoria. I know, but I'm not dating Thomas, <laughs> obviously. Um, Yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so all the men that weren't on his season are, like, asking why they all hate him. Joe's curious. Noah was curious. Um, Kenny and Noah are being mature, saying they're going to give him a fair shot. Um, blah, blah, blah. He talks to Abigail. He talks to Taj. Trey is not happy, of course. Um, and then Ta- I think at this point is when Taj tells Thomas that Trey said some things to the group about Thomas, like saying, like revealing that Trey like kind of has it out for him. Yeah, and Thomas is shocked to hear he's the subject of conversation. I mean, that's a lie. <laughs> yeah, he was public. He's lying about the wrong things. Don't act like like you're shocked. Yeah. This whole thing is like, what? You came on here knowing that they were going to be talking mad shit. Don't act like you thought that it was going to be like rainbows and butterflies and everyone was going to be like, Thomas. Right. Hey, buddy. (laughs) Everyone's going to walk up to him. Trey's going to give him a crisp handshake and they're just going to move forward. (laughs) A crisp handshake. (laughs) That's what men do, right? (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. The crispest. Yes. The crispiest. <laughs> Crispy handshakes. Um, and I found oh, him talking about him being six foot six. I love that the men pointed this out because it is so annoying. Oh my God. When they were doing this compilation of him telling every single woman the same joke about him hitting his head, and then every single one being like, how tall are you? And him being like, uh, I'm 6'6", six, six actually, so. <laughs> so like- stupid. It's like the same energy as, like, when someone who played sports would, like, slightly injure their knee and come into class wearing a knee brace. And, and like, they, like, crutches. make a big deal out of it. <laughs> yeah, and crutches. And they'd, like, I don't know, just do something just to get attention about it. And everyone would be like, oh, what's oh going my gosh. on? And they loved it. And, like, you know what this it is, is the vibe. It's what is it? the basketball boys that walk like that. Have you seen that meme on... <laughs> I don't think so. On the internet? (laughs) Okay, yeah. It's like, I think it's a thing. um, I've I've seen like a few things. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not hip with the kids. But um, (laughs) people have been talking about like, why did every boy that played basketball have to walk like that in the hallway? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Slow? Yeah. And they would like kind of like waddle around. (laughs) Yeah. They were just so tall and sore from being playing basketball like being tall is just like a crutch 
You would know. I would know. I <laughs> am not six six. <laughs> yes, this you was are. all a point so I could talk about how tall. I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like how tall on. are you? <laughs> um, I am a crisp, <laughs> crispy <laughs> five foot eleven. <laughs> So objectively, Thomas is tall enough for me, but I would never want to hear how tall he is again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, with the sports thing, I feel like in college, especially everyone who was a student athlete walked like a turtle. Like they walk so slow. Weird. Like, don't you exercise? Like, let's like pick up the pace a little. <laughs> anyway, so that probably has to do with what people are noticing about basketball players. That's what I noticed. Um, yeah, and then James is spilling the tea about Thomas as Thomas is kind of cycling through the ladies, um, and James is letting some of the women know about Katie's speech when she sent him home, and he, like, knew it word for word. I loved it. Your bachelor audition is over, and the ladies are super impressed with Katie, so I love her legacy there. Oh, yeah. They were like, oh, yes, I love her, and I was like, hmm same i think yeah it was a good moment (laughs) yeah i don't know yeah i like katie overall same overall yeah everyone makes mistakes i feel like she could have handled some moments differently but could i have handled them any better if i were on national tv absolutely not Mm mm-hmm yeah I come. Um, okay. You should, you should break up with your fiance so that you can go on The Bachelor. No, I'm going to keep him and still go on there. <laughs> well, you better lie about it. <laughs> oh, God. The Bachelor is going to ask you about your relationships. I dated someone uh, seven years ago. <laughs> yeah, we, we started dating seven years ago. <laughs> Just conveniently leave out. We never broke up. Yeah. (laughs) So good. Um, Yeah, and I wrote also, Aaron said that he, like, in some interview, he's going to kill that guy. And I was like, slow it down a little bit, Aaron. This is a little bit extreme for me. Aggressive. Yeah. I think I like Aaron, though, but. I do, too. He's (sighs) grown on me so much. But this was, like, tone it down. Yeah. But he does say that he just feels like really protective over tammy i was like oh yeah I but he also much said something like each other. at the time at that time he was like i mean like she can do whatever she wants or something like that i just feel protective of her like and he kind of made it sound like he like it wasn't because he's like interested in her that he was feeling this way it was just because hmm. i was like hmm so are you into Tammy or not? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I'm like wondering what we'll see with any new ladies if he'll change. Because I kind of keep expecting them to like just kind of drift apart. But they seem to like each other. And I hope they stay that way because I, I do like, like them, them together. together. I want yeah. them to fall in love. But I don't know if they're there yet. Yeah. For sure not. Time will tell, I guess. Um, yeah. And then Thomas finally pulls Serena P aside his whole thing grocery store joe says he's not worried but then he's like i guess he's gonna take her on the date he's like why wouldn't anyone take her on the date like she's great um yeah 
and then they talk trail. about what the last like I think their conversation is kind of sweet Serena and Thomas says he's like what is the last day in paradise look for you and she like says she wants to be engaged and she he asks what her ring size is and assumes it's like super small he's like what is it a size two he <laughs> like, said like four and a half and she yeah. was like yeah it's pretty small and I was like oh yeah, it's like okay. one of those little baby carrots that you grab out of the bag I'm just so tiny I'm just so petite yeah. we get it <laughs> I'm just kidding exactly it's true I was a little bit annoyed but that was mostly Thomas's fault I think um I yeah agree. what <laughs> I agree okay don't want to miss anything important <laughs> Yeah, and so obviously Thomas is then going to ask Serena P if she wants to go on the date. Um, I thought it was really sweet that she like immediately went to go assure GS Joe that like she still feels good about the two of them and she just wants to be open. I thought that was nice. Um, yeah. You didn't? I thought she was just trying to cover her bases. Well, yeah. But I think that she was excited to go on the date and um, potentially leave Joe in her dust (laughs) because she's just kind of been waiting for somebody that she likes more to come along. Oh, I see. But I don't know. You could be right. I mean, she was obviously very attractive to Thomas. I mean, but she was I like think... going ham on his face later. So, <laughs> yeah, I think she is more like physically attracted to Thomas than GS Joe. But which to each their own. But I feel yeah. the opposite. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I Ten... love Joe. I think he's so cute. He's a cutie. Ten times out of ten, I would choose Joe over Thomas. Same. Um. Yeah. But whatever her motives were and whatever she was feeling, I thought she handled it well, at least. Like, I feel like it helped Joe a little bit. He was obviously kind of freaking out later, but I feel like it was at least a nice gesture. Um, Let's talk about Carl doing, like, his martial arts on the beach. Yeah, that was... They were roasting the hell out of him. (laughs) It was so funny. (laughs) Oh, Carl. I feel like he hasn't been that bad. Yeah, he's been okay so far. I like, I know he's going to get bad. I can just see it. Like, there's little clips in the promos and, like, he's going to get bad. But he's just kind of a weirdo. I, yeah. I mean, maybe he, like, that martial arts is centering him. Maybe he, like, took it up after he got kicked off and was like, I need to find something to, like, channel myself into. Yeah, and I totally support that. And, like, I'm glad he can do his hobby, like, wherever. Like, that's really cool. But I think just doing it on the beach in front of everyone may have not been the move um, if you don't want to get made fun of. Um, and one of the Lit on that- fire by <laughs> the roast. One of them was like, oh, my God, that's Jason Bourne. Like, that- <laughs> Oh my god. That meme and oh I die is so funny. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, Carl. <sighs> Poor thing. But he like assesses Joe grocery store Joe's whole life. Um I think to Wells or to somebody else later. So oh, he's yeah. on to some things. <laughs> it's like just talking he about was, all like, of his fully problems. narrating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so funny. Um yeah. 
and Taj is like Taj is catching on to red flags really easily, which I appreciate, at least in Thomas. Um so I think Taj and Serena were talking about him and she said she was noticing some red flags, but Serena's like, Yeah, I'll consider it, but he's also like super attractive, so I'm still gonna go on this date. <laughs> which you do you, Serena. Get it, girl. Um, yeah. And this whole scenario kind of causes Joe to spiral. He's, like, telling oh Wells my. that this is reminding him of Kendall because she went out with another man on yeah. that season. His name is Leo, I think. Leo, who turned out to be a bad guy. Oh. And that is where we got grocery store bitch from. Oh. So. Uh, love him for that quote, but... That's all I know about him. Mm. Yeah, he turned out to be a bad person. So. Was it something specific or he was just like not acting right? It was just show? like that feud, yeah, was okay. problematic and he got kicked off the beach. So, Got it. Grocery store bitch. Too bad. <sighs> yeah. So Joe's spiraling. He's thinking about Kendall and Leo um, and now Serena and Thomas. And then we cut to them standing next to a banana boat that I don't think we ever see them on. But one of those like long ones that people ride at the beach like behind a jet ski. But later they're on just a normal tube that you would see at the lake. So I don't know what happened. I don't know what a banana boat is, but. Oh, they're... Okay. That is what they're called. It's okay. It's like the inflatable thing that like four people can sit in a row on and be dragged behind a boat or a jet ski. I see them a lot at the ocean. Okay. I believe Gonna have you. have to take my word for it, but they never get on it, so <laughs> Yeah, they get on that like weird round one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which reminds me more of like the lake tubes we would go on when we were at the lake. I mm, I disagree. <laughs> like that you would get pulled on? Yeah. That thing they were standing on? They were standing? Yeah, they okay. were like, standing <laughs> on this thing and like um like making out over the center part. Oh. I think I tuned out the tube at that point. Okay, it was not something that you pull behind a boat. Okay, so they switched out the boat inflatable with another oh, one. Oh, I see the on. banana boat. Yeah. yeah I'm familiar now. Yeah, they're typically oh. yellow like a banana. I feel dumb because banana boat, like the sunscreen also. Mm. Mm-hmm. Beach stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> All right, so they're on a variety of different flotation devices um, throughout this, and there's, like, an intense slow-mo of Thomas as he takes off his shirt, and Serena's like, man, Thomas is a man, and he has this big script tattoo, like, all over, like, the side of his rib, and I really want to know what it says. The script was large. Huge. Humongous. I... I mean, tattoos are a personal experience. Mm -hmm. I did not like this one. (laughs) Agreed. And I want to know what it says before I roast it too hard because maybe he had a very traumatic experience in his past that just caused him to commit to this. But the text was too big. Like rip my dead dad or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. But perhaps a smaller one next time. 
too late now. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and so they're like focusing a lot on his body, maybe because his beard is so gross. And this is where what we were referring to earlier, we get the shot of him and his little pink shorts. And it is just a straight up crotch shot. Yeah, it was like we were just zooming in on the goods, but you couldn't really see anything. Not gonna lie. Hmm. Interesting. Not like to insinuate anything. I'm just saying that you are <laughs> accusing him of something. I think. I'm just saying that, which could explain some behavior. To be he honest, he was wet, and we still could not see much going on there. So it's true. Maybe yep. it's just positioned differently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're like special shorts <laughs> that hide they're like um spanks yeah exactly yeah but for the spanks man for crotch yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay. all right anyway <laughs> so we know everything about thomas's body at this point from his gross goatee down to his feet um and joe's saying that if serena comes back interested in thomas he's like ready to bounce which i think he's being a little too dependent for what the show is yeah he was like i'm gonna marry serena or i will die like it was just a little dramatic it's a little much i really just think he should be using this experience to have like just some fun but i'm not there to tutor him on this so his loss it is his loss thank you (laughs) um yeah so we kind of go back to the beach happenings and enter riley with the biggest arms and biceps i've ever seen in my life i could not stop looking at his arms they were like distracting i couldn't watch the show because i was just thinking about how enormous his arms were they're gigantic his biceps were like four normal arms just like all in that muscle oh it's crazy yeah and everyone's like all about it especially tajwan who's apparently been waiting for him to come rip trey yeah sorry trey i love trey i i like i want him to find someone good and i feel like if taj is like really wanting someone else already they probably just need to go their separate ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Riley has a date card, of course. It's like a something about his arms. I can't really remember what, but it's like you can find love in your arms or something. It like, yeah. didn't make sense to me. Um, and he starts just like asking all the ladies to go and uh, have like a little side talk. Um, he pulls yeah, he talks to and- every single person. Which I like. He's like evaluating his options. I don't. I don't mind that. Like a little speed dating, speed interviewing. It's a bit much for me. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm pick glad someone. They didn't show too much of everybody, but yeah, apparently the first person he picked was the best because um, him and Marissa go to talk first. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we start seeing Connor saying he's not worried, which is the first of many times he said that when he really should be mer- worried. Yeah, and it's very obvious that they're vibing, like they're talking about some some mm-hmm. deeper stuff already off the bat. So, exactly. Yeah, Marissa says Connor is the sweetest human alive, but I'd go on a date with Riley if he asks. So rip Connor, friend zone. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. And so then Riley talks to Tammy, Demi, Natasha, Deandra, Mari. And then finally pulls Taj. Taj is like over at the bar. Well, no, but he was over. She was over at the bar before this. 
It was when he first came in and was like, it's all yeah, like a blur. Yeah. She but does not play it cool at all. She is freaking out. <laughs> it's like, um, I would be a little weirded out if I was him by the way that she was acting. Which may have been the case because, yeah, they like had a nice little conversation. He complimented her tattoo. And I think he said something like, I like a woman who knows what she wants. And then she just immediately says you to him. It was a little, like, I I love the confidence, but she came on so strong. And also, but, okay, I think this is the issue, was that she wasn't confident. Like, right. she was very insecure, but saying things that were, like, trying to paint herself as confident. And so then it just came off, like, maybe a little desperate. And I think, so I think that he just wasn't into it. So I felt kind of bad for her because she had good intentions, but she did not like she didn't she didn't do it right. Completely. I would, but (laughs) I would like panic at every interaction on the show. But yeah, so like I feel her, but you're, you're right. She didn't handle it well. And Riley's pretty like calm, cool and collected and. I think he's looking for a lady that matches that. So, and I don't think that Taj and him would have really hit it off like long run either. Like even if she had gone on the date, like I just don't see them vibing. Yeah. She I like agree. the idea of him. For sure. She's like Outer Banks. She likes um, his arms. Yes. But she, yeah, I can't tell if I think it's attractive or if they're just so humongous I just can't stop looking. Just like Outer Banks. Yeah, there's that quote about, um, you don't like me, you like the idea of me, which is not just from Outer Banks, but it's on TikTok a lot. From, from, what, what scene is this? <laughs> I really don't know. I like half watched the first season of that oh. show, but it's on, it's on TikTok a lot. Hmm. I don't remember. Okay, we can move on. Try and keep up with the kids, yeah. I just didn't get the reference. I was confused. (laughs) Go ahead. Um, You should have. I'm just so in tune with the TikTok community. I forget that others aren't sometimes. Um, Oh, (laughs) Just kidding. We're both on TikTok. Um, So Riley ends up asking Marissa on a date, um, and Connor's like, who wouldn't take her? She's great. She's so sweet. Taj is upset. Trey is worried that Taj is upset because obviously she did not like Trey that much. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know how he was supposed to react to her being this upset about another man not wanting her. (laughs) She's um, visibly mad. Yeah. What was he supposed to do? I would be like, um, what? As well. (laughs) I would feel so bad about myself, and I think that whole relationship would be over. (laughs) Ugh. Poor guy. So yeah. Sad. So I feel bad for him. Um, and then we kind of leap back into Serena's ha- situation. Um, Serena and Joe's. And Noah had the funniest joke. He said, if Thomas snatches Serena out of grocery store's brown bag, he's going oh, home. <laughs> yes. That was such a good line. <laughs> Noah is hilarious. <laughs> Say he it is again. Funny. <laughs> he's, his narration has been spot on. Yeah, he should replace um, Lil John as the narrator. For yeah, on. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, so then we cut back to Thomas and Serena's date. Which, wait, pause. Oh, go ahead. Have, we have not heard little John's voice again, have we? I thought he was still doing the beginning and ending oh, promos. Okay. Maybe I have just haven't been paying attention. He hasn't said his classic, yeah, though, this week, I think. Okay. Yeah, he's continue. still among us, I think. Um, yeah, and so we cut back to Serena and Thomas's date, and this is when they start talking about the drama that Serena's heard, which I'm glad she brought it up, because obviously it's, like, kind of a turnoff and a red flag, um for clear reasons um and thomas is just like kind of talking around what happened i think he's just says like he became the guy that the other ones didn't like like there's one of those every season and then he calls himself a teddy bear and i was like oh that's Mm-mm. gross <laughs> no um and then he starts just like insulting trey it's like it's he's it started with trey who's one of the sweetest guys which reminded me of vicky p I love them. They're my best friends. Oh, yeah. But he's not emotionally strong. Like, what do you mean by that, Thomas? That's just, like, a really mean thing to say. It is. And, like, what? I don't, I can't recall an interaction from Katie's season where that was the case. Like, Trey was always clear with his emotions and I think more emotionally strong than Thomas is, if I can put that out there. You can. Thank you. Yeah, so I thought that was stupid, and obviously it's going to get brought up again later. Um, And then he talks about Aaron and that the beef started when he interrupted Aaron, um, which was, I agree, super annoying. I agree with Aaron's perspective on that. Um, Thomas is just annoying. Um, And I do like that Thomas acknowledges that Serena can sense if someone is lying. Like, I feel like he's picking up on her vibes pretty well. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And then she Thomas, does a pretty good job pulling mm-hmm. out the the red flags in this episode. Yeah, she really does. Yeah, so she's like shaking things out with him. Thomas hopes she'll leave Joe. Joe hopes she'll realize she likes him and not Thomas. Clear adversaries. Um, and we get some more input from James, who's very emotionally intelligent. I hope Thomas uh, acknowledges that. Um, oh, yeah, but he, he is. He's he's on top of it. Yeah, because they're all like, Serena's going to see through him right away. But James is like, I don't know if someone can see through someone else's manipulative behavior after just one date. I'm like, you're right, man. Wow. That's true. Yeah. Because if it were so easy, like, we wouldn't see so many, like, problematic relationships just in the real world. So, he's right. Snaps. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Are the uh, 15 cats okay? (laughs) I don't know what that was. (laughs) Yeah, I heard heard that one. Sounds like lost something off the counter. But I'm sure it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) If you want to go check, that's all good. <laughs> um, so Serena and Thomas get back from their date. Um, and Trey has, like, no stake in Serena, but he still hopes that their date went poorly so all the other girls know how bad Thomas is. <laughs> I'm like, Trey, you got to let this go a little bit. Oh, my God. <laughs> he, like, has an agenda out the, for Thomas. <laughs> The amount of times that different people were like, I hope you have a terrible time. I hope this date goes bad. Like, when 
when Grocery Joe said that to her as she was leaving, I died. I thought it was really cute. <laughs> Goodbye. I hope you have a terrible time. Yeah. See, yeah. They, their interactions are sweet. I still like them together, forgetting about their age difference. Um, mm. Yeah, and they get back, and Serena kind of reassures him. Um, she told thomas that they should go for other people um joe's like oh yeah i figured i I knew it but (laughs) she's like she knows that he was all sulky all day (laughs) the whole day he was like laying on different outdoor beds (laughs) just depressed just like flopping around yeah being analyzed by carl (laughs) yes yeah and serena maybe lies but says that joe is the better kisser out of him and Thomas. Oh shit. Yeah. Real talk. Yeah. Not surprised. Yeah. Um, yeah, so basically Serena was just overwhelmed with the drama, and I agree. I feel like that is a major red flag um, for an adult to be involved in that many issues with other adults. So I am glad that she came to that conclusion. Me too. Yeah. I was like proud of her. Me too. Yeah. And then at this point, I was like, maybe Thomas and Victoria should have dated Goddess Victoria. I feel like they both have kind of a problematic past, but maybe the two of them together can just, like, forget about the issues they caused in their respective seasons. And I Hmm. wish that they would have had a chance to meet. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's an interesting pairing. Yeah, it could just, they could not like each other at all. But that was... I feel like they have that in common and they could both just ignore or address each other's past since they both have kind of a similar situation. Yeah. 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 And Thomas is just like frustrated going forward. He realizes it's going to be an uphill battle, like convincing people that he is not a walking red flag um, as rumors of him continue to spread throughout the peach. Taj just really has it out for him. Like, I feel like she likes Trey at least a little bit because she's, like, definitely listening to everything that he's saying and, like, taking it to heart. Yeah, I think that she is... I don't think that she's romantically interested in him Mm. long term Mm -hmm. by any means, but I think that she respects him and likes him, like, as a person. Yeah. And a friend. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, and enough to take his word for it and then tell... Thomas to his face that people on the beach are good judges of character and that this is going to be hard for him. <laughs> Which yeah. I appreciate the honesty. And she's right. Um, <laughs> we love honesty. We do. We do. And then like late, a little bit later, Carl, like, again, we keep forgetting Carl's here. We see him doing martial arts. And then now he like comes in and just like <laughs> swoops um, Thomas away and <laughs> Both of them walk over to Aaron and Trey, who are sitting on one of the beach beds. Like, why did Carl just decide to, like, have this dramatic interaction? Like, he orchestrated it completely. Someone was like, hey, Carl, you know what you should do? Yeah. Put all the bros together. Just bro it out. Exactly. Carl was like, good idea. That was so funny. He just, like, yanked them up, and then they went over there, and then Carl did nothing. Um,. And I felt like this I went all went downhill later, but their interaction was very positive to me. Like 
Thomas kind of explained what happened on their date. Um, and then he starts off by apologizing and just says, for every single wrong that I've done. I'm like, uh, okay. But then he goes into more specifics of like him monopolizing the time, lying to Trey. Like I felt like he had a really good way of speaking about what he did and like convincing them that he was sorry. And yeah. it all seemed pretty mature to me. Um, yeah, and then, like, it seems like they appreciate it. Like, Aaron is honest and says he wants more space. And Thomas is like, yeah, I get that. Trey's like, I appreciate it. Like, yeah. things have happened in my life, and I'd love to just move forward. So I felt like it was a solid interaction. Yeah, this was good. I wish it would have just stopped there. Agreed. Yeah, but of course not. <laughs> um, Taj is on her tirade again later. Hurricane, or no, tornado, the Tajnado, that's what it is. Um, Demi's a hurricane. Is later Serena's talking to Connor and Taj, and Serena said that she didn't like the way Thomas was talking about Trey, which I agree. Um, mm-hmm. And Connor is pissed. He's like, not my boy Trey, my oh best my friend. <laughs> Katie's men, lo- well, the one that like the ones that like each other, love each other. Oh yeah, they got that unbreakable bond. Yeah. So Connor is like personally offended about this. Um, yeah, and so Serena's kind of exposing it, and then Taj immediately goes to tell Trey. And I kind of wish they had just kept it between the three of them, but like, of course, we're on the beach, and yeah, they're always no, going to tell each other everything. She ran. Yeah, jogs, <laughs> sprints On over the way. the tray. <laughs> no time to waste. <laughs> Gotta let him know immediately. And then, of course, she tells Trey about what he said about the emotional immaturity. And Trey is like, oh, well, Thomas hasn't changed. Like, he just gave us this good speech. Um, and yeah. I agree. Like, he can't have changed his opinion of Trey in, like, two hours. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This was, like, ugh. Fake AF. I do not blame him for being upset about this. Like, like how are you about to have a good this good interaction with him where it's like very positive. He like owns up. They're like, all right, yeah, we're gonna do our own thing. Like, but we can be at peace. And then you find out he was talking mad shit like 15 minutes before he came and had that conversation with you. Like, mm mm mm. Exactly. Yeah. Unacceptable. Yeah, and I just, like, I really like how Trey handled it. Like, he did not want to hear anything else from Thomas, because Thomas is obviously, like, a big old liar. Um, And Trey just, like, is cutting, he's kind of cutting him off and just, like, saying what he needs to say. And, like, I don't want to talk to you anymore, Thomas. And that's just kind of all I want from it. And I think that that was the right thing to do, just knowing how Thomas is. Yeah, he was like, no, we're, we're done. Like, this conversation ends here. Exactly. I think that was fair. I think so, too. And I think that also I may have done this, but like some people would want to hear his side just to get more angry, like to get more like flame to the fire and like find something else to be upset about. So I felt like it was another like kind of just mature thing to just like stop it and bounce, you know? Yeah. Cool. So that's kind of the wrap up of Serena and Trey for the time being. And then we go to Riley and Marissa's date, kind of the last big event of the episode. It was an event. Big event. (laughs) A boom, someone might say. Some might, yeah. Maybe even a boom, boom. 
so big had to say it twice (laughs) yeah this was it was pretty wild so marissa comes out looking amazing in her leopard outfit oh my gosh she looked hot af like she yeah. looked awesome and this they is describe kinda- her as bangable someone says that she looks oh no not bangable bangin oh, okay bangable. <laughs> my brain just in- invented that you were thinking about too much boom boom oh my god <laughs> she looked bangin and that was a little bit of foreshadowing i'm just saying it was for sure yeah riley thought so too and thought she was bangable um yeah the second <laughs> i saw her in this outfit i'm like connor is done yeah there. no because like imagine her going on a date with him wearing this outfit no no sorry, way connor. <laughs> yeah absolutely not I just connor is boy vibes yeah and she is woman vibes and riley is man vibes it's true yeah she is the most woman vibes and riley is the most man vibes yeah yep uh agreed yeah so connor like of course he likes how she looks and he's like chatting with yesenia and she tells him to go and check in and like which is generically good advice i think this this situation it just made it even sadder for us to watch but she's like come on go check in and like tell her that like she looks good and that like you hope she has a good time just to be nice yeah no she tells him exactly what to say and he still fumbles. <laughs> he fumbled a lot. <laughs> it's it was so bad. It was but she, painful. Her body language is also um, Marissa's wasn't great. So I feel like he kind of read that and then panicked because she was obviously like, "Oh, why is he coming up to talk to me?" Yeah. But also, like, you were dating this man, so yeah. It so makes maybe sense. you can say, "Hey, yeah, like just smile seconds. at him and be like, oh, thanks, bye.'" Yeah, no, she was like. Mm get away yeah (laughs) like running into riley's arms get away from him so the beginning of a sad sad route with poor baby keeps insisting that he's not upset because it's just a date playing his ukulele and his guitar i didn't even know he had that many instruments with him oh he brought the works with him the whole band the whole band one man band (laughs) yeah so um yeah then we just get on their date marissa's it's this is like marissa's first like nice date other than mini golfing which yeah she says she's never been on a date before i just can't fathom that to be true i don't know she says that she's like picky yeah (laughs) she says she's been asked before but she i guess has said no i guess so which good for her we respect. Yeah, I love being picky. Um, and Lance Bass is their waiter, which how many people can say that? Front runner I from NSYNC. I hated that he was doing this. <laughs> like, why? The, I hated this whole date. This was so f- It was disgusting. Stupid. When they showed it, I was like, there's no way these two are going to carry on just because this is so weird and gross. Yeah, also, I'm not trying to like... Why did everybody else get nice dates and then these two yeah. get this, like, the least romantic date possible? Yeah. Which, I mean, it didn't end up mattering for them, but, like, I don't know. It was it was um, weird to me that 
everybody else gets like nice days they're alone they're like splashing in some sort of water half naked and these two have to sit with lance bass in a room making like weird (laughs) like scripted jokes and eating like the most repulsive things that they can possibly think of Excuse I agree. Me? It's not fair. I would have been pissed if I were Marissa. Because, yeah, like, they opened the thing and there's, like, pig snouts and tongues and oh, all wow. kinds of just disgustingness that I did not like. I was just thinking, like, what if these people were vegetarians? Yeah, exactly. Like, maybe I don't want to eat a tongue. Did they ask? I'd like to not know. That I saw. I don't, didn't see Lance Bass writing down any food preferences or allergies, so... <laughs> I would assume. <laughs> um, yeah, so this date's pretty nasty, um, but it seems like it's perfect for them because neither of them really seem to care after they first like lift the thing. But basically, they, yeah, they did not skip one single beat. They just yeah, they were like, oh, you, yeah. and then they like started chowing down. Um, oh but God, the premise yeah, is that feasting. yeah, the premise is that Lance is asking them questions that are supposed to like reveal more about themselves, and then if they don't want to answer it, then they have to eat one of the nasty things. They stole um, this show from like James Corden or something. I was gonna say like- this is like Jimmy Fallon, James Corden. The <laughs> like spill your guts or fill your guts. Yes. I think is what it's called. It is. Ripped it right off. And I think you were right. It's James Corden's thing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So whatever. That's the premise. And they start off with like silly questions. Like, have you ever slid into a celebrity's DMs? Have you ever said I love you and not meant it? And both of them are like, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which is like the, boring. <laughs> yeah. And then it gets a little racier. How many people have you slept with? Which they both refuse to answer. I mean, it's national TV. That's true. Like, I think if it was their own date with no cameras and no Lance Bass, they probably would have told each other because they both seem like they're into the sex. <laughs> Am I wrong? Yeah, they seem pretty open. <laughs> the sex. Mm-hmm. I feel like I say that a lot after that Beyonce song. Um, <laughs> you know, there's that one with the part in French, like, which she basically oh. says to you, like, and it's le sex, and in French, oh. like, you'd say, like, the, like, the word for the a lot when it doesn't actually, like, in English, it'd be weird if we said that, but... I feel okay. like I said a lot from that song. Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, so they ne- they both don't answer. We can assume that maybe it's a lot for both of them. Um, what's their, your most embarrassing story, which I think is a stupid question. Like, who knows that off the top of their head? And both of them refuse to answer. Um, Wait, what was the question? What's your most embarrassing story? Oh, I would just not have one. Yeah. I think about this kind of often. I literally don't know what my most embarrassing story is. Oh, yeah. It's like, what's your most fun fact? What's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you? Like, I don't I know. Just, like, I don't, like, rank my experiences like this. Also, I just, like, delete everything from my mind. So, like, mm-hmm. once something happens to me, like, goodbye. I could not, like, also being put on the spot, I can't think of anything. Like, the second that I'm asked to tell a story about something, I'm like... I've never had anything embarrassing ever happen to me. It's like, that's not true, but I can't think of anything right now. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, me too. I, like, don't even know what I would say to this. So, 
I guess I'd be eating. I don't know what it try. It was some, it looked like some blood vessel, but he said it was tripe. It was some like tube. That tube one. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And it I was like, an intestine. It looked like that to me. I, th- I don't know. Okay. I think that you're probably right. Yeah. And then before they ate the tongue and they both were like into the tongue. Yeah. He, um, Riley just took like a huge bite later in the ITM and I and was just chowing down. This, I'd like to say. This is the most we've seen anybody eat on this show. Like, they have dinner dates and don't touch the food. Mm-hmm. And they're making us watch them eat this, like, disgusting stuff. And, like, I did not sign up for this. No, and it, like, looked nasty. And the tongue just looked like a big hunk of, like, fondant. Like, it didn't look real. And it was just gray. And, ugh, I did not like it. Yeah. Um, and then we get into some extremely racy questions. One, where on your body should someone touch you to turn you on? Marissa says everywhere, basically. And Riley yeah. says the ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he said he likes a good ass there. grab. Yeah. <laughs> Which I I respected that. I liked that he said that. I yeah. thought that was like a fun answer. Yeah. Everyone I wouldn't have guessed lame. that, I guess. Yeah. It's cheeky. <laughs> LOL. Okay, Connor, get out of here. <laughs> I am master of puns, too. Um, <laughs> speaking of masters, <laughs> the, <laughs> the next question is how many times a week do you masturbate? I'm like, we're on national speaking TV. <laughs> masturbators <laughs> exactly um and so they wouldn't answer how many people they slept with but they're just like ready to oh, yeah. let this she information was, like, go every day and i was like oh my god where i i knew in that moment like it's about to go down yeah they're both like getting like super sexual and they're both like obviously like into it and whatever yeah, um, and, and riley's like, super interested yeah and she says like I'm just a very sexual person. When she answers that question, I was like, they're about to throw down after this day. Just get out of the room, Lance yep. Bass. Yep. They're going to, like, wipe all the pig faces <laughs> off this table and just, like, do it right there. Oh, it's so nasty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then there's the perfect lead-in to the beginning of the night's events. Um, the last question is, what's your secret move when you like someone? And Riley says he's a chin grabber, which... Ugh. Like the way he said it grossed me out. I don't know what Just, that, like, what that means. Like, yeah, like touching people's chins is how he lets them know that he's interested. Like, you know. I don't like that. that. I thought the way he said it was weird. That repulses me a little bit. Yeah. In the but, nicest way possible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm a fan of Riley's. I think that he is good. So we can be repulsed respectfully. <laughs> um, <laughs> respectfully. But, like, <laughs> then he tickles um, Marissa's chin, which grossed me out. Like, he no. used, like, one finger. And I was like, ugh. What? <laughs> And I don't know if it was just like that it was like a tickle. I don't know. I really didn't like it. But then they just proceeded to start like sucking face in front of Lance Bass. (laughs) Lance Bass is like, should I look away? Like, I don't know what to do. He's like, okay, Lance Bass. Well, it's weird that you were here in the first place, but. (laughs) Yeah, it was it was weird. But like they are starting a series, a chain reaction that does not stop. 
I mean, this makes no sense because, like, imagine if while Ivan and Yesenia? Yeah. Yesenia? Um, if while they were making out in that pool, if Lance Bass was just standing <laughs> like a lifeguard on the edge of the pool, yeah. like, watching them make out. Like, why did they do this to these two it's people? It's weird. Yeah. Like, he, that would have been the perfect time to just leave. Like, I don't see why... They made okay. him even be there at that point. Yeah. And they could have just read a card and read it to each other. Like, he didn't have to be the one asking questions. But maybe he was expensive and they wanted to get his money, their money's worth for him being we didn't on the need show. him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so with all of this chemistry and weirdness with LB, hard cut to Connor playing his ukulele. Oh, is still insisting he's not worried about the date and then there's Just, like flashes to them sensually making out like going at it <laughs> well connor's playing some sweet song in his this ukulele. montage of them sucking face to connor's singing was <laughs> it was just the most savage thing the show has done to someone <laughs> Like, he wrote this little song, and he's just singing a little ditty, and... It's so hard. Meanwhile... <laughs> They're, like, engaging in the beginnings of sexual intercourse. Coitus. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> while he's playing his pro ukulele, so... That's they could have just had him standing there. If they're going to have Lance Bass, why not just bring Connor along, it too? It would have been about as awkward. Maybe that'll be, like, his role. Wells will start hosting, and Connor can just, like, serenade the I don't um, want that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it sounds great to me. <laughs> that would be the most awkward thing ever. And then, did they show Wells, like, crying? Or, like, fake oh. crying during this? Yes. <laughs> And he kind of looked like he was actually, like, emotional. Like, there's no way that Connor is No. So, by the way, Hmm. on, excuse me, dog. (laughs) Another guest. She will be banished. Um, Yeah, so Wells has said on social media... Um, he made a joke about how he's a better actor than Greg. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. I did not good. think that the ukulele strumming brought him to tears, but he is a good actor because like the he had some emotion on his face. Yeah, I I believed it for a second until yeah. I saw the joke later. Yeah. It was funny regardless. Um yeah, so we cut to some beach happenings. Taj is um, attacked by a crab while the producers were trying to get it out. And I will say at this moment, uh, the crab's cousin, the spider, invaded my home. I looked up and next to my TV was a spider like the size of a quarter, no. which is not tarantula, tarantula size, but it was big and so big to where if I smushed aren't it, the size of a quarter, they're not. So, I mean, it wasn't, like, a massive spider, but it was big and looked juicy. Like, if I had smashed it on my wall, it would have stained it, and I wouldn't have gotten my deposit back. So I had to catch it and then release it outside so I didn't, like, have to deal with its guts. It was horrible, but I thought that that was an interesting uh, dual moment for me (laughs) watching this crap. (laughs) 
<laughs> getting attacked by its cousin. Its cousin. Oh, yeah. my gosh. You know what I was saying while I was watching this scene was I was talking about spiders while I was watching the scene. Oh, interesting. I said crabs are just hard spiders. And you're right. Big, hard spiders. Yep. And I'm not grossed out by crabs, but they mm, they are. No, I don't like them. Okay. I'm, I'm a fan try- of a crab. No, I don't like them. I don't like that they can, like, hold knives. <laughs> I don't like the way that they just, like, walk sideways. Oh. I don't like... I think they're creepy. Not... Maybe I'm not as creeped out by them as I am by spiders, but I don't want to meet them. I see. I'm they a crab fan. I think they're cute. Oh. And the ones with the little eyes that stick up are my favorite on the beach. Um, yeah. Anyways, our dual experiences with crabs and their relatives this week. Um, Trey's going to DTR again to find the relationship. He wants to talk to Taj about their situation. Um, they like kind of have like a discussion on their communication issues, but I don't think it's going anywhere. Um, Natasha and Joe are talking. Um, Natasha tells Joe that hanging out with Brendan has been fine. She says it like, eh, and says that there's been a lack of romantic chemistry. Maybe it's because she knows that he's in a relationship with her friend Piper. I think that makes sense. And they have an agreement that they're not going to, like, really be physically intimate. Exactly. That all fits into what we saw. Because it seems like they liked each other a lot the first episode. And then now they're, like, ramping things down. Maybe for Piper to enter next week. Would not be surprised. Yeah. So that's sketchy. And then they both talk about it, kind of. But then they just, like, leave the conversation exactly where it was before. Yeah. Nothing is, like... There's no resolution. The word. Yes. Resolved. Yeah. Exactly. Um, So that's our update. That pretty much wasn't an update. There were, like, our two, like, couples that obviously aren't then into each other and just, like, having roundabout conversations, (laughs) which is stupid. Um, Connor's still trying to convince himself that everything is okay. And then that's our segue back to Marissa and Riley's date. (laughs) Riley Riley recites some poem. Which I wish I had written Mm-mm. it down, but he rhymes. No. <laughs> He's doing so many things that would so not make me want to engage with this man <laughs> romantically. No. This this is cringe. This made me cringe. I yeah. did not like this. Yeah. No po- no poems, no. No poems, yes. Um tickling the chin, no. <laughs> He's out here rhyming and chin grabbing and Marissa is all for it. <laughs> Gnawing on a cow tongue. No. <laughs> yeah, and they're just like making out with that like food mouth. It's so gross. Um, but Marissa feels like she can be herself with him. They obviously want to bang. They both want kids. They want a whole basketball team, which they <laughs> laughed and related about. Which conveniently you have to bang to make. So yeah, they were like, "No way! <laughs> I also want to have a basketball team of children." I also want to have unlimited, unprotected sex where we don't worry about the number of kids we produce. Uh, what a coincidence. <laughs> I also want to have a full team plus a bench. 
it's so funny. But I feel like they're so good together. Like, No, I think this is a good match. Yeah, they're vibing together so well. Um, and then Marissa tells a really deep story. She's, like, talking about how she likes to be reassured. And she hasn't found that in her past relationships. And talks about, like, some past weight gain. And how she noticed people in her life, like, treating her a little bit differently. Um, yes. And I think Riley responds really nicely to that. He's like, I don't, I wouldn't, like, I didn't know you then, but I know now that I really like your soul. And I think you would have been beautiful then or now, no matter how much you weigh. Um, yeah. And I forgot about the storyline that she had. Um, I remember um, before Matt's season, um, this was like in her bio. Yes. Was, um, and so. Yeah, I just forgot about this. I forgot that this was her. Yeah, no, same. Because I did remember the story that, like, now that she said it again, but I wouldn't have previously. I'm sure she told it to Matt, and he was like, "Thank you for sharing that with me." I think she went home like very early on, right? I think think she she might have been like a night one. Really? I wouldn't. I like did not learn them. Like, I don't know these people until halfway through the season. But she definitely went home early-ish. Yeah. But I think that she had one of those, like, intro packages. Mm. I think. Seems right to me. I don't know. But I also listened to, like, a lot of cast bio podcasts for that season. So I was very familiar. (laughs) For sure. And I did remember this fact. So, yeah, either I remember the bio or she talked about it briefly on Matt's season. Um, But regardless, I know Riley reacted better to how Matt would have. Um, Because Matt doesn't seem like he processes his emotions very well. But that is his season and his Mm -hmm. problem. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And then they're making out in the dark at whatever, like, setting they're in, like, in the restaurant, hotel, whatever, after they kind of have this conversation. And this is, like, the most chemistry I've ever seen on this show. They're Mm -hmm. so into each other. Um, Yeah, they are. Yeah. So they are obviously wanting to take it further. But before we can see where it goes, we jump back to Connor <laughs> sitting alone in a bunk bed. Oh, my God. <laughs> playing playing his guitar. Yep, that's in the background of their kissing. Um, and then we see them again. Riley's like, I know a place we can go. No. Okay. I hated this. Another thing that I hated. I, oh. <laughs> the whisper made me want to die where he was like, place we can go i was like (laughs) well not anymore yeah it's good they found each other like it's just so strong and yeah like i don't don't love whispering (laughs) no again i love them together i no i don't like riley's sexual i don't know the way that he tries to seduce people i do not like (laughs) His tactics, they disgust me. It was in weird. the nicest way possible. Yeah. Just because it's me. Those are just like the things that I don't like. He's doing all of them. So. Yeah. No, I I agree. This was not my cup of tea. This would not have been successful with me, but it is extremely successful with Marissa. Oh, yeah. She's, she's like, yes. super into it. She was like, absolutely. Take me to the boom boom room yep. right now. Yep. And then like immediately we flashed to them in the boom boom room in the dark, just going at it. And then we get flashing to Connor on the beach in the dark alone, walking by the ocean and then back to Riley and Marissa. And then Connor's crying. <laughs> 
it is so sad but i'm happy for the two of them but connor is depressed this made me wonder about the cameras like is there a button for them to be like all right we're turning them off now or like are they just on the whole time like who edits this (laughs) yeah i mean poor editors man i would be like no (laughs) yeah because i don't know I, because I've always wondered that, like, when they do the fantasy suites, because I guess there it's less, like, hidden camera vibes. Um, yeah, I feel like with the fantasy suites, like, there's still people in the room holding mm-hmm. cameras and, like, mics right. and stuff, and then they leave, and then they get on with it. But, like, this is obviously, like, a surveillance like a security camera, camera in <laughs> yeah. the corner of the room well and they have and their like, mic packs on so i guess okay, at least yeah. they can take those off that was but, the other thing i've never seen that on bachelor in paradise where you can hear them. we heard a lot usually i feel like they take their mics off and then you'll like see like them getting into it and then you'll see them afterwards mm. but this was the first time that we heard like moaning and like heavy breathing i was like it was extreme too much it Uh was like so it was softcore porn in my opinion no i agree it was a lot of noise (laughs) that i did not ask to hear um it did confirm that that's what they were doing no doubt about it but Mm. could have gone without yeah we could have just gotten the suggestion without the like breathing and no yeah take the mic packs off please at least jesus (laughs) spare me (laughs) yeah completely agree but we saw what we saw and there's no going back and heard what we heard scar for life just kidding And this is kind of where we get cut off. We have Riley and Marissa and then Connor just being really sad. Um, And kind of our teaser for next week. um, Serena and GS Joe seem like they have a date, which will be exciting. Connor finds out about the Boom Boom Room. Demi's wreaking more havoc. Oh my gosh, his face about the Boom Boom Room. He was shocked. His jaw literally dropped. Yeah, the poor, poor thing. He uh, he did not expect it. Um, Maybe I he did. Have. Well, <laughs> he, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't hear all the moaning that we heard. <laughs> Sorry, I had a weird like laugh like stuck in my nose. <laughs> I feel like Homie should have known the second that he walked up to her and tried to tell her she looked pretty and she was like ghosting him already. He should have been like, okay. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> guess I don't have a girlfriend anymore. But no, instead he keeps singing songs. <laughs> the poor, poor thing. <laughs> yeah, maybe next week someone reveals to him what sex is and then talks about the boom room. room. That's like his reaction is what that told me. It was so extreme. Like, that's what people do in paradise. I'm telling you, he's a little boy. Like, they're about to have the birds and the bees talk with him. And he's going to, like, have his world rocked. (laughs) I hope that is what we get to see. I still really like Connor. I want him to do well in life and find a little lady to love. But he could not have handled Marissa. I do know that. 
Yeah, he gives me like just he just seems immature. Mm. He likes the simpler things in life, like and, strumming and, um, his chords. Yeah, not like in a bad way that he like is misbehaved, but just like he just seems like a little bit of like a airhead kind of. Yeah, <laughs> a little naive. a little immature, just like a sweet. Yeah, naive. That's yep. There you go. Yeah, he's a little sweetie. Um, yeah, I wish him the best. And he had a cute after the credits song that he was singing to Yesenia and uh, what's her face? Someone I'm else. a hater. Abigail. I thought I'm it was a hater. cute. No, I'm he a hater. He complimented I, them and it was a short I'm, song. I'm so tired of his songs. <laughs> I was done by this point. I was like, why are that? I'm done. Like, why Why do we have to watch this man sing songs yeah. for half this episode? I do hope they cool it after this, because this one I appreciated. Most of the other ones, I have wished they were over, like, two seconds after they started. No. Because people whose personality it is, that, like, whose entire personality is, like, bringing out their guitar to sing, not my favorite thing. I Yeah, I think that's one of my issues with Connor, is that I'm like, please, just uh, stop. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> we've heard enough we get it you sing yeah <laughs> you sing a little ditty every once in a while jesus christ a little ditty <laughs> poor connor uh well we'll see where his journey goes and pretend like the bachelor itself didn't spoil it for us um oh yeah yeah, and so that's kind of it for this week. I, we had two pretty good episodes. I feel like we had yeah. some uh, like a strong major plot points that um, that we went over and some <laughs> setup for new drama. Yeah, and I think we have another double week next week too. So I think so too. We'll have the same situation. Yep, we'll, unlimited we'll batch up. content. It will never end. <laughs> Yeah, this year especially, like cramming 40 seasons into one year. Oh my god, for real. <laughs> ah. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> In unison, I think we both decided that we let all of our thoughts out for now. Yeah, I think we're done. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll come at you next week with another recap. Um, make sure you follow us on social media at Two Ribs Pod. Please DM us with any criticism. We'd love to hear it and <laughs> get in a fight. <laughs> Please. I would love it. But also tell us that you like us. That too. Yeah. You can only get in a fight with us if you like follow us and like our pictures. It's like yeah. it's the whole relationship we have going on. Yeah, and if you want to, like, compliment us and, like, I mean, we're not going to be like, no. (laughs) Don't tell me my voice sounds like an angel. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm sure that's what people (laughs) say to us. (laughs) Women have the worst, most annoying voices I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) Please shut up. (laughs) couple of banshees. (laughs) Oh, what a uh, yeah, please don't word. tell us that our feelings will get hurt eventually eventually yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right we're gonna wrap this puppy up <laughs> we'll catch you next week as we're recapping episodes four and five of bachelor in paradise season seven yep 
All right. Bye. Bye. Love you.